Kate Hawksby. Kate Hawksby. Setting the news agenda on Early Edition with Two Degrees. Fighting for fair for Kiwi business. News Talk ZB. It is 13 past five. Uh, I alluded to this last week, um, as I was saying, and now it's been confirmed. The Teaching Council says they do want to make competence in Te Māori mandatory for teachers. They say it'll be an eventual move and they'll be toughening their stance over time. But they basically want to move to teachers not being able to hold their certificate without meeting this requirement. So how fair is this? And does the government have its priorities straight here? Well, joining us now, ACT Party leader David Seymour. Morning to you. Good morning, Kate. What do you make of this? It shows that the government has its priorities completely wrong. We have literacy and numeracy standards in free fall, and yet if you look at the standards the Teaching Council requires, uh, if you do not improve your te reo Māori each registration or re-registration, you will lose your re-registration and no longer be a teacher. Uh, there is no such standard for being a teacher when it comes to numeracy and literacy as there is for te reo Māori. Now, it's one thing to value Māori language and culture, which I think it's a taonga, it's a beautiful language. It's another thing to make it compulsory and politicise it, especially when your priorities are wrong. I believe that the politicisation of Māori language and culture has actually taken race relations back several decades in the five years we've had this government. That's actually a really good point. And also, you know, we're struggling to recruit teachers. I just don't know why we're making it harder for them to get their certificate. And I also worry that it's going to put off young people. I know a bunch who went down to Otago recently. The first thing they were asked to do was a Māori action song. And they were told, hey, if you don't want to learn Tereo compulsorily and you don't want to study Te Tiriti o Waitangi, we don't want you. And they were quite shocked to hear that. We don't want you. Well, I actually have heard that an almost identical story just last week uh, from some people whose children went down uh, to Otago, enthusiastic, wanting to be teachers, believing it was a way they could put back. Uh, And that was the first thing they were told. They were not opposed uh, to learning Maori culture and language and using that as part of their job. Uh, But when it was put front and centre as a non-negotiable, uh, it actually put them off the profession. Uh, I would see people say, oh, but can't you have it all? I, I would liken it to an experience many people go through when they start looking for their first house. They start off saying, well, I want um, a, a, you know, a standalone house with a big backyard at the top of Queen Street. And gradually they say, well, you know, maybe we end up uh, having to go duplex or maybe we end up um, not having a backyard or being a bit further out or whatever to fit their budget. If we insist that people have to do every single thing before they become a teacher, suddenly you end up with a lot fewer people wanting to do it. Some will argue, of course, today is as important as numeracy and literacy, though. Well, people are entitled to argue that, but in my view, it's up to each New Zealander to decide what's important to them. Uh, if once you have a sort of compulsory way of being a New Zealander forced on you by the government, you know that you're not in a good space. But if I personally had to argue what was important, it is being numerate and literate to a standard that I can be a citizen of the world and have opportunities uh, to engage in meaningful, well-paying work throughout my career. Um, I would say that a standard of numeracy and literacy uh, is far more important than any particular language uh, and yet if you're going to learn a particular language to help you be a citizen of the world, most of the world is forced or at least uh, under a lot of pressure to learn English, the language of international commerce 
and we already have the opportunity to learn that, so we should be very grateful for it. If the Teaching Council's obsessed with doing this, surely then principals and schools will need extra resources, extra support for teachers. I mean, teachers, and I know a few cases of this as well, have so much on their plate already that when people come in and say, now I need to observe where you're at with your tereo in the classroom, they're thinking, oh God, I've got so much else on my plate right now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just another thing they have to make time for. It's exactly the, the problem that I get from a lot of teachers. I say, look, how would it be if the government said for the next 10 years we're going to set out our program of policy and we're not going to prod, interfere or take up your time in any other way so you can just get on with teaching? And teachers say to me, my God, that was that's the greatest thing that could ever happen. But unfortunately, uh, this initiative, and it's been going on from the Teaching Council for some years now, uh, is just another example of how teachers are required uh, to do something for the government of the day uh, rather than necessarily uh, what their students may want. Uh, and that is one of the things that's holding us back educationally. For what it's worth, ACT a couple of years ago um, at our, in 2021 20, uh, said, look, we should require numeracy and literacy as a competence. If you want to make Māori uh, a competence, that should be optional. But we have a crisis right now with numeracy and literacy. That's what we should focus on because that's what the students ultimately need. Exactly right. David, thanks very much for being with us. We always appreciate you getting up early. David Seymour, ACT Party leader. A lot of people on the text saying he's an early bird. David, good on him. Yes, he is. We love him for it.